Welcome to Let's Thrive the Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Feichels, here with a 2023 year in review reflection moment. This episode has been in the works for about two weeks now. I was feeling so much resistance to recording it and to just like sitting down and really reviewing 2023 and it wasn't until today this afternoon Sunday December 31st (laughs) New Year's Eve that I finally made a little recap reel for Instagram and you know I was like going through all my videos and my memories from January through to now and just got struck with this like damn 2023 was one for the books and I think I just sort of like blanked out, blacked out all that happened in this year. And it wasn't until I was going through my camera memories, you know, photos and videos and just like honestly reliving all of these little moments that I just think I finally found the gratitude that I needed in order to truly like reflect on what this past year meant to me. And what I mean by gratitude is that this year shifted so much for me like inwardly and outwardly and with that i feel as though i've just become like a whole new version of myself which i'm sure many of you can relate to and that's often what can happen over the span of 12 months an entire year right you started as one version of you and you end it as this like completely different version of you and it can be so cool to reflect on that and make you feel so like good in a sense but for me i think in the last few weeks as i've been trying to like type up some notes or type up some thoughts for what I wanted to share I just kept feeling like blocked and I think it was honestly this part of me that was just sort of like I don't know didn't want to acknowledge those past versions of me like the January February March April like honestly first half of 2023 version of me version of Emily I just felt so disconnected from her and I was like that's not me anymore and like I don't want to relive those memories and I don't need to share those experiences and I was just really like I don't know kind of spinning off with it and what's been neat is over the past couple months and past couple weeks especially has been coming to really like accept and see and be grateful for all of these parts of me all of these versions of me all of these experiences and moments and memories not only of my life, but specifically of 2023, that have helped me create the life I live now, that were part of the creation process for me to become this version of me that is standing here today recording into a microphone. And it feels fitting as my symbol for 2023 was a phoenix. And I just had this feeling that that concept of like burning down to the ashes and rising again would be what this year was for me at least that's kind of like what my intuition was telling me and oh lord was this definitely the year of the phoenix for me well it was such a year of like everything burning down so that I could rebuild and regroup and kind of like rise again as this new version of me and so this year became and was one of the most challenging years of my life and I've had some challenging years And yet, it was still one of the most amazing, spectacular, healing, joyful, transformative, fun years of my life as well. And I am smiling now just because, like, I don't know, a past past me would never believe that, like, that duality could be there. Of Like, 
what do you mean? You had like some of your darkest moments in this year and yet you're saying it was one of the best? Yes, <laughs> yes I am. Because those like dark moments and those hard times and low times and like most challenging situations I was in, moving through them, learning how to navigate them and being with them and coming out on the other side of them is literally what has allowed me to create like who I am today, the life I live and everything that is. And so if you relate to this at all, or even like I think of the sort of like snake shedding its skin, that's how my one friend was describing her her year. And I felt like that felt super resonant for me. And I don't know, maybe it does for you too, but that like concept of just like a rebirth, like you're shedding the skin or you're finding a new shell for your home, like all these different ways in which you just like, step out of what was and step into what's to be and what you want to be and who you want to be and all of those things. And I saw this quote, um, I think it's from Emery Hall that reads along the lines of, I might mess this up because I'm remembering it from my not so great memory, (laughs) but she wrote along the lines of, lay flowers at the ground before you in memory of all the versions of you that have helped you become who you are today. And hopefully I said that somewhat correctly, but it just overall, the vibes of it, it hits so deep, at least for me, because once again, like the year of rebirth and all of these versions and parts of me and just like fully accepting that I wouldn't be where I am today if not for those versions of me and those experiences and all that is. And so overall, I'm just really grateful right now to be closing this 2023 chapter, this 2023 storybook of life and about to start a fresh one for 2024 and I was going to say this at the start of the episode as well but I am also not personally like a huge new year's resolutions gal like I I firmly believe that like every day you get to change your life (laughs) every day you get the opportunity for fresh creation and you can start change at any point it doesn't have to be like the end of a calendar year into the new one But I think there's something to be said for the collective energy that everyone, like so many people are hyped up on New Year's Eve into New Year's Day about like this shift from one year into the next. And so even if you're like me and you don't maybe like resonate too, too much with like, it's literally just a new calendar year. I think it can be super cool though to like ride that wave of collective energy and just like, I don't know let it feel like a bit more of a reset or like let it just be a time to really like make a mark in the sand of okay this was like one chapter this was one story and now like it's time to start a new book we're starting from scratch (laughs) fresh pages and how do I want this story to read how do I want it to unfold while knowing that no matter how many plans and goals and expectations and chapters you try to pre-write for the story to come of this new year life will always always sprinkle in some little surprises and there will always be plot twists and unexpected climaxes and some what are they the procrastinator no not procrastinators the pros and the cons what am i thinking of not like the evil guys in the stories but um good lord why can't i think of this You know what I'm trying to say here? Like the protagonist, oh, antagonist, protagonist, antagonist. There might be an antagonist that sneaks up like self-doubt or financial shift or let go of a job, whatever it is, right? 
Things will always creep in or pop in unexpectedly, and you get to navigate those, and that becomes part of your story. That becomes part of the lessons learned and the growth. And that was so apparent to me when I was creating my 2023 recap because I started this year just honestly very naive and I had high hopes, um, low expectations, and no fucking clue like what the year would bring me or how I would get from point A to point B. More like point A to point Z if I'm being honest. And what I wrote in the caption actually for this reel that I made was like just such a year of unexpected challenges and unexpected opportunities such a year of like me just muttering over and over again to myself I can't fucking believe this in high moments and in low moments I just this year really like threw me for one and felt like such a roller coaster and there and actually I want to rephrase that like it felt like a roller coaster at first and I was just like holding on for dear life as this like roller coaster of life was taking me up high and down low and around here and next no next thing you know we're upside down and it that's how the first half of 2023 felt and then in the second half it felt like things calmed down a bit the roller coaster started to be a bit more easy to navigate maybe not easy to navigate but I started to understand and be able to predict and prepare for what was coming that's what I want us to say here. That's where I want this to go. My level of self-awareness and I think honestly like self-honesty developed to the point where I could see and accept and navigate the high times and the low times and the times when the roller coaster started to turn me upside down and go around this curve. And so it became a lot less like of this out of control life's just like pulling me around sensation and more of this like yo I am riding the roller coaster of life and I am chilling with it and I am moving with it and I am flowing with it and I'm just going to make the most of whatever like whatever happens and what I mean by all of that sort of like metaphorical metaphorical talk is that this was truly a year of deepening the practices and the self-awareness that allowed me to move through some massive experiences and transformations and of those like I've talked about this so many times before and y'all are probably like we know Emily but breathwork meditation mindful movement um, somatics building self-trust self-compassion learning about like um, internal family systems and all the different parts trying different sorts of healing modalities and really paying fresh attention to my mental health and anxiety and emotions letting myself feel letting myself cry like all of these different things that before I would I would honestly just go to them in times of crisis it would be like okay I'm living life I'm just like living life be bop boop like bopping along and then shit gets bad and suddenly I'm like okay like let's do breath work every single day Let's meditate every single night and let's just cram in all of these healing modalities and then things would be okay again and I would stop and I would go back to living life the same old, same old ways. And then I'd say around July, August of this year of 2023 was hitting some real low, low moments and realized that I realized that pattern of like, oh, I have so many tools and 
and healing modalities and like support systems around me. And yet I only go to them when shit gets really bad. And I was like, oh, well, I wonder what would happen if I built a consistent practice with some of these, you know, I don't have to do it all. But if I built in a little bit of consistency, like would I be able to better handle the rough times before they got so, so bad? And so I started practicing daily breath work. And by that, I mean, maybe I take like a few deep breaths in the morning, or maybe I do a five minute practice, or maybe I do a 15 minute practice. Or maybe I don't do any breath work in the morning, but throughout my day, as I feel things come up and I feel triggered or frustrated or a little tired, I take a few deep breaths. And overall, I'm just more aware of how am I breathing right now? Am I holding my breath? Am I breathing super shallow? Am I like nearly hyperventilating because I'm just like running on pure anxiety? And so that's just one example of the more I practice that daily and the more consistent I became with it, the more it just became a natural part of my life. And so instead of things getting like to such extremes, I found myself kind of like flowing at this much more baseline level where yes, like regardless, there are highs and lows, ebbs and flows in life, but I was no longer getting like dragged so high or so low because I have built consistency and practices and like almost like safeguards in place that are always helping me regulate my nervous system, (laughs) that are helping me always be in touch, not always, that are helping me be more in touch with my intuition, my self-awareness, and like all parts of me. And so 2023 really became this like beautiful practice playground for how do I support myself on a more consistent daily way? How do I really hone in on these practices that help me with nervous system regulation and that help cultivate more self-awareness? And all of these things that actually help me like show up the best for my work and show up the best for my friends and for myself and for the life I want to live. So that was like one massive lesson learning from this year. And then a few others, like the other big three I'll say, and I'll go into them now, are patience, resourcefulness, (laughs) and surrendering. And I... I'm not going to share like super specific experiences or examples of these only because, I mean, I think it works just as much to talk about them in a broad term, apply a little bit of specificity, and then let you resonate with how it's going to resonate with you. So with patience, this is something that I now see life has been teaching me all year, And I've only really come to see that and accept it as patience in the past few, I'd say like months. Yeah, I mean, I am usually like a little hummingbird and I am just buzzing through life at a hundred miles per hour. I am always doing a hundred things. And with that, I can get very impatient. Like I, I want things done here and I want things done there and I want it done now so that I can keep up with this like super fast flow and state that I live in. And with that also, like, I just, when I want something, like, I want it now. And I think, honestly, it's like the society we live in of just, like, instant gratification and just, I think, just, like, kind of forgetting that there's always, like, a bit more time and things don't have to be here right this second. And so this past year, I found it super interesting that, like, life just kept presenting me with these, like, challenges of just slow down chill for a second 
wait, be patient, and then things will come. And what I mean by that is I had some insane like manifestations, co-creations with universe, whatever you want to call them, come through this year. And yet they all came through with this like two to three month waiting period. And it sounds so wild, but like I just kind of like connected the dots a few weeks ago where like once again, probably like five to six like insane things that I would just like journal about, I'd set the intention for. And the next thing you know, universe would provide me with this opportunity. I'd get the job offer, the person would reach out, the opportunity would be presented to me, I would get so excited, I would be ready to like jump ship and just start with that thing, that person, this opportunity right here, right now. And the next thing you know, I'd get another update like, it's, oh, it's going to be a couple weeks, and then a couple weeks turns into a month, and then it's two months. And the next thing you know, I'm like waiting two to three months to hang out with this person or to make this connection or to have the job like contract actually come through or the opportunity to actually happen. And I was getting so frustrated by this when it first started in the first half of 2023. And then when I started to slow down and realize what was happening, I was like, oh, there's like some universal thing here. Like I'm being asked to like wait for these, for these things. And I don't want to wait. I don't want to be patient. Like I, I, I know what I want. I want to get started now. Like what, what's happening here? And then in the past like two months, I'd say, I've had like human design readings and like different, different things in that realm, right? And the message every single time, or like I would pull a tarot card, whatever it is, the message like so consistently was coming through of like the greatest lesson in my life is patience and learning to wait and slow down, you know, be intentional, take intentional action, blah, blah, blah. But ultimately to learn that I cannot make things happen and that some things must be waited for and that there is a level of patience. And so that's been like huge. And now I've shifted my entire relationship to it where I'm just like, I don't know, it's honestly helped me sort of like shift and redefine my relationship with time as well because this like waiting period that I go through And these like moments that really require me to be patient and to wait have just really shifted how I view time and just like zooming out, you know, where if you're just living in like the day to day, it can feel like, oh my God, it's been an eternity. When you zoom out, it's like, wow, it's been seven days. (laughs) And there's like, I've already lived through however many days and there's so many days to come. So that's been really cool. And then I guess kind of like in lieu with the patience one is this reminder that there's always another option and this lesson actually really came through a friend of mine that I'm doing a program through and she just really pointed out to me a few times how like that mentality of it's this way or that way can really hold us back in so many ways and if we are living with this mentality of like okay well it's either I succeed or I fail or it's either this way or that way And we just get so like pigeonholed and stuck in between these two options. It breeds so much like anxiety and that sort of like back and forth ping pong like mental battle where you're just like, like in my mind, it's just like option one is on one half of my head and option two is on the other half of my head. And it feels like there's just this like chaotic energy bouncing back and forth, back and forth of like, okay, will it be this one or this one, this way or that way? And she pointed out to me, there's always another option. 
There's always another door to walk through, another path to take. It might not be what you wanted or it might not be what you expect, but like there's always another way. And then with that, I had a friend fill out this like feedback form for a program I was doing. And one of her like um, three compliments or like attributes for me was her pointing out that I'm very resourceful. She's like, you always figure like, figure things out you always find a way and so between those two experiences I've really shifted (laughs) once again my relationship to this like this or that mentality and it's been so freeing because whenever I find myself stuck in this like mental loop of will it be this or that after a, a little bit of you know anxiety and struggling that loop I usually remind myself okay well what's the third option Or what's the third, fourth, fifth option? Or what's the other door that I'm going to find? And it might take me a minute to like puzzle out what another option could be. And it might not be something that I even like. But even so, just like reminding myself that there's always another way. And there's always a way to figure things out. And to really tap into that like resourceful nature that I have. And honestly, we all have. I think it's built into us of from the times and you know, we were living on the land and you had to really be resourceful in life versus now, you know, things are a bit more easy streamlined, but those two experiences combined have just been so supportive and like helping me with anxiety and anxious thoughts and helping me with like thinking outside of the box and getting more creative. And so those have been really big. And then also going off of that is probably the biggest lesson and it is to surrender and to let go and I know I know those are buzzwords trust me like I still kind of like cringe when I say them and yet they are so important they are so relevant and they are just like there's no other really way to describe it and why that ties into the past one is that yes there is always another way be resourceful and I have learned over this past year that there are times in which I just have to let go and I can't make something happen. And just because it was one of my three options for how things would go, and just because I am very resourceful and I can always figure things out, doesn't mean that I can always make it happen and or should make it happen. There have been so many moments in all of my life, but especially this past year, in which I have seen how fucking magical in freeing it can be to surrender to the flow of life and to understand that I can't control what is happening here and I can't control what comes next. And yes, I am a Capricorn and I know how to get shit done and yet I cannot make this thing happen if it is not meant to be or if it is not like aligned with this other person or this other opportunity. It has been like honestly such a tester because I am such I have such tendency to want to control and to make things happen and to get things done and just be that like go, go, go girl and to learn how to like set an intention of what I desire, what I would really like to happen and then let it go. So challenging yet so like powerful, so beautiful, freeing, transformative and Obviously, it's not as simple as just being like, oh, I let it go and I'm going to surrender. No, it's like a whole process and I don't even know how to describe it to someone. 
because it's something I'm still developing and experiencing for myself. Even just to have that like in your your field, you know, and to be considering in moments like what would it feel like to surrender to like the flow of things right now? Okay, I can't like make this person hire me. So how can I like kind of surrender to what happens happens and I'll like I'll find a way one way or another. And so once again, I don't even fully know how to describe the experience, but I'll advise that if you're interested or if you keep hearing this come up, right? If you're listening to all these podcasts or you're reading these books and they're all like, surrender, let go, release, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, how the fuck do I do that? The way I have truly come to understand it best is by reading The Surrender Experiment by Michael Singer. I think that's the right name. I'll link it below. I just, once again, I don't know how to explain it, but this book the way he tells his story and explains his journey to learn how to surrender and let go and follow the flow of life has been the biggest teacher for me. And then obviously like practicing it myself. So those are my takeaways, my thoughts, my final lessons learned from 2023. And I could go on and on, but I think those are probably the the main ones and the main lessons that are on my mind and that I will definitely be carrying and continuing into this new year to come. So thank you all for listening. There is some fun and exciting things coming soon, so stay tuned. And in the meantime, I'd love to connect. I'm on Instagram at Emily Feichels, and I would love to chat these things with you. So find me there, and I'll talk to you all next time. Bye.